Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever this podcast may find you. It is I, as always, Gavin, and I am left without a Justin again this week. But you know what? It's all good over here. Uh, Justin had some family matters to attend to this weekend and wasn't able to make the podcast work, but I'll catch him again next week. So there's that. And uh, I resorted to the next best thing, and I uh, drove up to Ogden to meet up with my buddy Chen. Chen, who has been on the podcast before, he helped us out with the Accurate NSX film that we did last year in 2022, and uh, he's just an all-around great guy to hang around with. So I hopped in his friend's car, Koi. Uh, it's a mid-2000s Subaru uh, Forester S. XT. I was about to say ST because I'm kind of used to talking about my car. Sorry about that. And uh, we proceeded to go get stuck in the woods. Uh, the Another thing about this episode, actually, is uh, because of the setup with the podcast that we had this week, I was using these little lavalier microphones. And because it's not all centrally recorded in one spot, the audio is a little misaligned in some places. Um, I did the best I could. Uh, at the last second, and there was actually even a hum that I had to ca literally call Justin and be like, hey, help me. I need help with this to get this hum out of there. So, um, yeah, a, a not quite up to our usual standards this week, but, you know, I'm really trying to make a push for consistent and uh, hopefully quality content, especially for this year, and so um, th these are just the sacrifices that we have to make. So, um I just wanted to kind of get ahead of the game there and let you all know before we dive into the episode of this week's Exhibition of Speed podcast. We gotta hurry before I pass out in my chair. We gotta hurry? Bro, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> You're fucking tapping your watch with me, homie? <laughs> the fucking balls on you, dude. <laughs> the fucking balls. Jesus. For those that may or may not be listening... Chen and I were going to do this at noon today, okay? I Granted, I hit him up yesterday about it. It's 6 o'clock now. <laughs> yeah, so I asked him, hey, man, you want to like come down to Salt Lake? We do a photo walk, get lunch, record a podcast. And you're like, yeah, sure, man, let's do it. I'm like, great. You hit me up at like 10 minutes to noon. You're like, bro, this is not fucking happening down in Salt Lake. Well, to be fair, I was I drove past one pileup, got stuck in the traffic for another pileup, got stuck in the traffic for... Uh, Legacy Parkway being closed, so I was like, moving through Farmington is going to take like an hour, and that's like a mile stretch of freeway. <laughs> but well, so, it's five thirty-eight right now. But Gavin had fun. We got to see a snowcat. <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, today was kind of complicated because I was invited to go to my girlfriend's birthday dinner but it's like her entire fucking family like a huge like family extendo family included. yeah oh yeah a little too soon well i don't know if it's too soon we've been dating for almost three months yeah. i met her mom the first time i met her mom was with her mom her two sisters and her grandma for thanksgiving okay or well, not for thanksgiving it's just after it was just after Thanksgiving. Family? huh how big like lots of aunts and uncles yeah type deal? yeah because mm -hmm. she has her uh here's what i will say her dad is no longer with us but his, there's his parents there's her mom's parents there's various aunts and uncles who i've met a couple of mm -hmm. and not to like shit talk they're lovely people but they can also be they can be a lot 
I get it. <laughs> they can be a lot. And um, it was a few weeks ago, ago where... So, Maddie and I, we went on a, like a, a week-long road trip together. Which, we're going we're gonna to circle back to this, because Gavin did many things. I did California. quite a few things. Um, and so, my birthday's on January 16th. Mm-hmm. Her birthday's on January 22nd. Mm. So, it's not even today. It was a week ago. Yeah. And we got back, like, on the 21st. Mm-hmm. So... The way that I saw it was the California trip was a birthday treat for, like, the two of us. Yeah. So, do you want me to get into that now? Yeah, let's talk about it. You uh, you drove some cool cars out there. I drove some like. cool cars. Well, I did drive a uh, <clears throat> 2016 Fiesta ST down there. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> but I also drove a 718 Boxster GTS 4-liter with PDK. And oh. I also drove, uh, not my Turo, but... I did drive a uh, 718 GT4 yeah, as well. That looked like a blast. It was spicy. We, I have a knack for picking awesome cars and then deciding to drive them on the really tight shit in Malibu and then realizing that this is too much car for this road. <laughs> I did that already once before with a uh, with an M4. Oh. Yeah. That's too... That's a... Like driving down the snake in an M4. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, nah, yeah, nah, mate. Yeah, nah. Snake's better for like, I don't know, a 2016 PSST. Yeah. <laughs> yes, ST and D Miata, or any Miata like for that. Like a BRZ and FRS. Yeah. You know, 86 chassis car. A low powered rear wheel drive car. Or a punchy, you know, playful front wheel drive hatch. Exactly. Right? Or a hot hatch. Yeah. Um, I did drive a Golf R. That was oh. a, a, st- a state, not, not on the strip, okay. another time. Um, it's actually just about five years ago. I went down with IE and, oh. um, I drove their stage two, I think it was a beta tune at the time, uh, Mark seven golf R that had AP racing brakes on it and a straight pipe. And the back was like, all the insulation was ripped out and we road tripped that shit down. It was probably loud. It was fucking loud. <laughs> yeah. Like we had to like oh. have a rotation of drivers. Uh, we also had a beta tested, uh, RS three. So that kind of gives you a timeline of like how long ago that was. Yeah, I can't, you know, in my brain, cars like that still are new to me. RS3 does feel kind of new still. And then you realize that they're not really that new. And then yeah. it, then that makes me realize I'm getting old. Well, and then <laughs> we got um, our buddy Nino has, uh, or had, he probably still has it, um, a B8S4. Mm-hmm. That was like making like 500 plus wheel. Like, dummy fast. Yeah. And, like, all three of those cars were, like, kind of similar, like, for highway roll, like, roll racing. Mm-hmm. They were, like, kind of comparable with, I think, the RS3 probably eking out ahead. But, um, yeah, I drove the Mark 7R down the snake, mm-hmm. which was fucking rad. That was that was great. Um, but, anyways, about this trip that we just did, I split the week into two parts. Yeah. And so we drove down on a... Well, Maddie came and uh, spent the night at my place Saturday night so then we could leave Sunday morning early. Mm-hmm. And we left at, like, a reasonable time and still got to Vegas early. And so... Um, Always good when you're on that long drive. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm also... Whenever I've left Salt Lake to go to Vegas, I'm always, like, hitting traffic at Point of the Mountain. And then I realized, oh, we're doing this on a Sunday. There's going to be nobody around. Mm-hmm. Like, the traffic was fine until... About an hour north of Cedar City. Really? Yeah. Snowstorm. Oh. Blizzard. 
And guess what kind of tires I was on? You were on your Extreme Contact Sports. I you know? was. Tires that are not meant for snow or any kind of below 45 degree conditions. Yeah, that's uh, that's like my biggest thing about like driving south during this time of year yeah. is like a crapshoot because you yeah. really have to watch the weather. And 100%. if you get caught there, it can be kind of a nightmare. Yeah, so we got caught there. And... <laughs> <laughs> on summer tires. On summer tires. Uh, and the first road trip with the girlfriend. I've actually never done a road trip, like a proper road trip with a, with a girlfriend. Oh, I did with my first ex. She and I road trip to California twice. Okay. Just okay. down back to uh, home. First time was like, yeah, we went to Disney. Second time was for Thanksgiving. Cool. Yeah. How'd those go? Um, both times went smoothly. If I remember correctly, when we went for Thanksgiving, though, we got stuck like three hours outside of Vegas. Um, you in the like, middle of nowhere, like by the Malapa Reservation, like we were really in the middle of nowhere. I was gonna say, like that's like what an hour past St. George. Yeah, and we were just sitting in traffic. We were out of the Virgin River Gorge already, sitting in traffic, and then we crept past a truck that was it was what used to be like a O three O five Silverado that caught on fire while towing. Oh, oh. and they it stopped in our lane. The driver got out. But the whole tr- the truck was burnt to a crisp. Ooh. But it was such a big slowdown that at one point we were at an actual like stop for about 15 minutes. Oh, people geez. were getting out of their RVs and walking their dogs and stuff. So I do a lot of um, a lot of the time I go to LA is actually in October for a group meetup for this Facebook group called Motoring United. We have started well, it didn't start with me, but we uh, started calling this M U L A. Because the the group is a nationwide group, moolah, uh, moolah. and that's that's the other that's a double entendre now, isn't it? Because most of the time we go in and we rent a hotel or an Airbnb and we rent a Turo, or go have fun driving around, yeah, doing so, things, doing doing things uh, like that fucking Airbnb that I just sent you today. Yeah, that, was that would crazy. be perfect for for MULA. That was nuts. I was looking at that and I was like, if I can find six friends who want to. So for those that might be listening, this was an Airbnb listing. In the title, it said it called it said it was an eight million eight million dollar beach house right on the coast of Malibu. Yeah, it was on the PCH. It had its own private beach and no neighbors. There was nobody on either end of the yeah. house. Yeah, and I I went to like, Google Earth. I was like, where the fuck is this thing? I couldn't really I couldn't find the exact house, so I don't know where it was. They said it was on the east I don't side know, of Malibu. But the, the the bedrooms there, man. Dude, this thing is off you the chain. You have like a whole sliding door that just leads you to a balcony and then ocean. If the granite or if the rock in there was any darker, it would have been a James Bond layer. 100%. Oh yeah, for sure. It was like very light and airy, but also like very vacationy, brutalist modern. Yeah, like really fucking modern. Um, but yeah, it's like nine fifty a night. So okay, if you get six friends, it's like one fifty a person. Yeah, it's not bad. Um. So, yeah, uh, I don't really know where I was going with that other than most of the time when I go down, it is in October, not in January. Snowstorm. Yeah, and last, but, last time I went to L.A. in January, it was a flight. Ah. But the, well, the time when I met Matt Farah, though, was in 2016. Mm-hmm. That, was in, that was like the day after New Year's, and it was cold as fuck in Salt Lake. It was 20 degrees in Salt Lake. And it was like 55 in LA and like we were in, it's funny, I was in t-shirt and, and jeans uh-huh. and Matt was in like his, um, 
his Adidas like tracksuit. Did he have, a sun- Did he have his sunglasses? Yeah, his Dylan optics. Yeah. And he had a beanie and he was his arms were like folded. He was like sitting on like the curb because like he beat us there. Uh-huh. But um, the one time I met Matt Fair, oh well, I never even met him. The one time I saw Matt Fair on Angela's Crest was at Big Turnout. You know which one I'm talking about. Oh yeah. But this was not, right not after Newcombs. Yeah. So this was right after um the Focus RS came out. So it yeah. was still like the it car of oh, yeah. everyone talking about it. Markups. Yeah, markups. Oh, it's got a button that makes it drift. Well, we saw Matt Fair drive up. And the only reason we could tell it was him is because it was like a six foot something bald dude wearing Dylan Optics <laughs> sunglasses. You're like, oh, was, there he goes. I was like, that's gotta be one per- there's only one person that we know that would drive a car that looks like that. Like that, that drives that car. Yeah, that drives that car. And so he, got, cool. he was like one of the first to get one. I yeah. Think. Um well it's funny because on this trip, um so the first half was spent in Calabasas, Malibu area, mm-hmm. the good night inn. Yes. Calabasas, I'm sure you might know where that is. Mm-hmm. Um, really great uh, location for like canyon carving and stuff. Like all the good shit's like pretty close. Yeah. And uh, we drove those Porsches on uh, Latigo Canyon, which is too tight of a road. Mm-hmm. For like, and having done that now, I've seen some other videos of another car reviewer that drove like an NA1 NSX and a 997 GT3 on that road. Like, bro, like, you, ch- you nah. <laughs> I don't know if the owner wanted you to drive it there or if you were just dumb enough to pick that road, but, like, nah. Because the guy was cl- clearly a local. Yeah. Um, but on the latter half, um, I, Maddie and I stayed at this Airbnb that was in... La Cañada. Uh, La Cañada Flint Ridge. Right? That's uh, right where I... Went to high school around that area. So, our Airbnb was on the you tube. On, yeah, you were on the road that goes up to end. Like, we were, like, from the first turn, like, two blocks away. Yep. Like, you had to go make a right. No, I know exactly where it was. Flip around. I was like... Yep. When you sent me that listing and you said it was in La Cañada, I was like... I have... One of, my, one of the friends from the old driving group actually lives in a house that's in that neighborhood. Uh-huh. Um, he used to track a C5 Corvette. Oh, gotcha. Had like some nice tasteful mods done to it, and he would tow with the C5 to track days. He would tow a single axle U-Haul trailer <laughs> with his tires and his jack on it. Oh my god! <laughs> what a fucking lad. That's great. But uh, he he lived right there, so he could always go canyon whenever. And like, yeah, that's a nice area. Too. Yeah, houses are really pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Quaint neighborhood. Yeah, for sure. Like considering like how much traffic runs through there, it's actually pretty quiet, which I was mm-hmm. surprised by. Um, but went up and uh, hit up Good Vibes. Yeah, I've always wanted to go to that. It was cool. One um, of those tasteful LA car events that you just want to go to and. Yeah, and I didn't want to like, you know, rustle feathers or like. It's not like the level of like, uh, cars and helicopters. Where no. it's gonna just be like hypercars and kids running around with cameras trying to no. car spot. It this is more like a it's people chill. who will enjoy their cars or want to enjoy their cars. Yeah, and just go for a nice drive. Plus, yeah. I mean, Newcombs is such a nice spot to just. It's sick. Yeah, hang I, out. At. Well, it was crazy. So I was there and I like peered into the window. Like there's still shit in there. Like oh, it's yeah. it's like they never packed it out. It's it's like they're still. It's like they're still open, but it's an off day. Like, that's how much stuff is in there. It's sad. It is fucking sad. Um, but They I, had good breakfast up there. I wish I went. Because, like, the one time I was actually up there in 2019, it was an off day. They were closed. The last time I was up there, 
There was an earthquake, actually. Oh shit, really? Yeah, so that's kind of interesting to think of, my last uh, memory. Because we were up there eating breakfast after doing a canyon run, and I was visiting, and we were sitting there, and they have motorcycle racing on, because you know they have the motorcycle shop that's yeah. right next to the restaurant. Yeah. Um, so they have, they always have racing on on weekends if you go up there. Uh-huh. So we were sitting there eating breakfast, and then I looked up, and I thought someone was shaking the table, because we kind of feel, felt it moving. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends was looking out the window, and he was like, the mountain's kind of shaking. And I was like, what? I was like, I thought the table was shaking. And then someone else was like, I thought the table was shaking too. Mm-hmm. And then the... <laughs> The racing cuts to a local news channel, and they're like, oh, by the way, there was like a 6.5 magnitude earthquake that just happened. And uh, my friend was like, so that's why the mountain was moving. And we were like, oh, we should probably leave now. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, this is probably not the best place to be. So we ended up driving down. Yeah, it was crazy. There, there was an earthquake, and we all felt it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but were there any was... cool cars up there like while you were eating, or...? A couple old 911s. Okay. There's, there's always, there's always going to be someone with an old 911 going up Angeles Crest on the weekend. Love it's, that. It's I'm just the uh, it. yeah. You always see that. Um, I, I can't remember anything else that was there. It was so long ago. <laughs> no, all good. Um, so for my trip, uh, I mean, as far as the cars go, there yeah, was would a, you would you see at Good Vibes? There's right? a gorgeous yellow Lancia Delta Integrale. I actually got to, I didn't like talk to the guy, but I did like meet him and like he saw my Fiesta. He was like, ah, cool wheels. Like, <laughs> ah. Um, no, I was supposed to say that to you. Uh, <laughs> um, th- there's that. Um, he was actually friends with the dude that I did talk to with a, uh, with a red E90 M3, uh, dual clutch. Want an E90. I kind of do too. M3's but so they're bad. a lot. They can be a lot. They can be a lot. Um, they sound so good, though. Yeah. There was also kind of a slew of old and new 911s. Reggie Watts was up there. You know Reggie Watts? Mm-hmm. Oh, he was like... So he's an artist, mostly a musician, but he, he does all sorts of shit. He um, has a... Not, I guess you could call it famous. Famous around people our age. Mm. Um, a song called Fuck Shit Stack. <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah um and yeah so he was up there and he actually was chasing me down um going back to la but i was like basically on running on fumes uh-huh. by the time we got to that point i'm like i'm just taking the next pull out and letting him buy because oh. he's, he's in a 992 turbo you still could have given him a run for his money here in a fiesta st <laughs> i'm that's almost out of gas <laughs> on the side of fucking angela's crest so i'm gonna let him buy um what else was there like old cressida wagon um oh, mazda yeah. mx3 they do like those old japanese cars um what else was there i don't know oh gt4 rs mm-hmm. in blue uh but yeah mo- mostly old and new porsches there was some like old like uh they looked like a fucking 934 mm. so not the 935 but there's like a street homologated yeah. Turbo 934. I think that was one of them that was there. There was a couple of things like massive fucking tail at the back. Mm-hmm. But like not anything like an RWB or anything. Yeah. Like it's clearly a period thing from like the 70s. That's still super cool. It was though. fucking rad. Um, I actually, the other day, uh, because of the Fiesta ST forum, um, I found the photographer 
off photographer that took pictures like of cars going up. Like oh. there's like so you know that um the one set of curves that's it kind of like rides a little ridge and it's like this open S curve. Yeah. He was like right there. Oh nice. That's he, a good spot. It is a good spot. And so um I remember seeing a dude with like a high vis jacket and like a big lens. I'm like, huh. That actually makes a lot of sense because like being from Utah and like from a ski town, there's a, there's always been photographers on ski hills of getting pictures for people with a big sign saying, I don't know, whatever, 20 bucks a picture or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, same mindset, but just for, you know, car enthusiasts going mm-hmm. to Vangelis Crest. And that reminds so, me of Cars for Kids. That's what we would do. We'd be hiding in bushes. Yeah, but this is unsolicited. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. We, we, we were hiding in bushes with high-vis uh, vests. You, you were definitely solicited. We were, we were, but people were staring at us, wondering why there were a bunch of kids wearing high-vis oh, yeah, vests sure. on the side of the road. I'm sure. Um, I did find the website, though, so I could also just like show you the cars. Uh, I'll, I'll do that after. But, um, yeah. It was kind of wet, and uh, the rock trucks came through, so we kicked up a lot of fucking rocks, mm. which is super great. Nice and sticky tires will do that. Mm, well, if they get warm enough. Yeah. But also, uh, in order to fit my nice and sticky tires, I have to lose my uh, front mud flaps. Oh, really? Yeah, because the bolt that holds them in rubs. Huh. Like, immediately. Interesting. Yeah, like, when I got the, the tires installed, like, I pulled forward... Uh, in Nate's part, I did it at Nate Gracie's place. Oh, yeah, and uh, pulled forward and like just barely tapped the brakes. I already heard it, like oh. within the parking lot. It's that. It's like that close. Like any, literally any kind of load on the front will will do that. So had to take those off, which is unfortunate. But um, yeah, I don't know. It, like it was fun. It was good. Um, got to link up with the dude with an E90 M3. And like we're we're buddies on Instagram now, and also the Delta Integrale guy. Always a good time. Yeah, and but it was really cool to be a fly on the wall in a place that I know fucking nobody. No one, yeah. And it's I don't want to make it sound like I'm that it's gotten to my head, but anytime I go to Park City Cars and Coffee or there some other car shows too, there's always somebody goes like, "Hey, Gavin, what's going on?" And like we just end up talking for like a half hour. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it's on to the next person, on to the next That's person. not what I did to you at ISS. I don't know what you're talking about. You what? That's not what I did to you at ISS. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, but we're homies, though. That's true. Yeah, like, we, we do stuff together. No, I, I get what you mean. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's and, like... and I'm not saying don't talk to me at car shows. But I also used to be a guy that takes pictures at car shows, and I'm now no longer that guy unless i'm like paid and like i'm like on a fucking mission to do that yeah so andrew jackson yeah pretty much like, AJ, aj media <laughs> yeah pretty much um well what's weird is so i've been doing this for a bit longer than him mm-hmm. even though he's like taking his shit further but in june will be 10 years for me wow i'm getting close to that are you um you i picked up my first camera in 2014 so i got one oh, more shit. year okay yeah it's crazy. You started shooting, shooting cars right at the gate. Oh yeah. Okay. I still have my RAWs from twenty. Well, my JPEGs from twenty fourteen. I was on, gonna say, were you computer. shooting RAW like at the gate? Like, no, I wasn't. Like... Trust me, it took me way, way too long to start shooting on RAW. Yeah. That I deeply regret it because some of the photos that I have from back then, I was like, yeah, I bet I could totally re-edit this and I would actually like it. But yeah. because I shot it in JPEG, it's so limited. You're so fucked. Yeah, yeah. and what I can do. 
Uh, it's funny. I've accidentally shot JPEG before because I'd borrow a 5D Mark III from my buddy Trent. Mm. And he, uh, or it's his wife's camera. And it, like, there have been a couple of times where I borrowed it and it was already on JPEG and I didn't know it. Oh, oh, and I go oh, back and edit the photos later. I'm like, oh, you're fucking kidding, bro. <laughs> <sighs> I think the, the two white GT3s were like that. Uh, maybe some Audi stuff? Maybe some Audi stuff? Uh, but there have been a couple projects over the past that that's happened. But I have my own 5D Mark IV now, so I don't have to do that. Exactly. And my new job also has a 5D Mark III that's just, it just lives there. So, there have I go. told you about my new job? No. I sent you photos of that Bronco. I thought you might have gotten a, gotten a hint or something. Uh-uh. Oh. Um, so there's a company called Expedition Superstore that does overlanding like outfitting. I've heard of this. Yes. So I create content for them now oh, for Expedition oh. Superstore and 23-0, which is the rooftop tent company. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. And so Expedition Superstore, uh, like they have a display of like all these like rooftop tents that 23-0 sells. Yeah. But they also have an outfitter that's like, it's part of ESS, but it's in this like garage area at the back of the building. Mm -hmm. And so... Yeah, if you have like a Subaru Crosstrek, a Ford Bronco, a Tacoma, Forerunner, you like know, a whatever. granola car. A what? A granola car. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> if you um, like eating granola and putting your dog in the car, yeah, hit him up. <laughs> yeah, uh, we just did a custom install for this camper uh, from a company called Alucab. It's a it's a aluminum camper. Uh, like well, I kind of guessed from the name it had to do with aluminum. Yeah. Yeah. Aluminium. But we, uh, it was installed and custom built. It was the first one in the States uh, for a 79 series Land Cruiser, which is a pickup truck Land Cruiser. Oh, yeah. So is it like one of those bed? It sits on the bed. It sits on the bed. Yeah, yeah. It sits on the bed and goes over the cab. Yep. Yeah. And like it'll pop up as a wedge. Oh, that's cool. Some of them have solar panels on them. Um, so we're, I'm actually about to go on a trip to Death Valley in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And now's the time to go to, if you ever go to Death Valley, just avoid it at all costs in the summer, but go in the winter. It's super cool. I've been in February before when I was a kid. Um, but we stayed at a motel with a pool. Uh, so are you actually camping this time? Yeah. Oh yeah. So, Ooh. so we're taking, so the vehicles are named. Mm -hmm. So we have Violet. Which is a voodoo blue Tacoma crew cab. Love the color. Yeah, and that and that got an alu cab with all the shit, like all the boxes checked. This is like a forty thousand dollar cab. Holy cow! Yeah, we're like doubling the price of this fucking truck. <laughs> um, we are also bringing uh, a cross track that has like one of our um, our tents and our awnings mm -hmm. on it, and then there's also uh, a Ram twenty five hundred. Ooh. That diesel? We, no diesel. Diesel. Yeah. Uh, take. We are about to take the bed off, and it's going to get a flatbed, and we're going to put a trailer on it. Oh. Yeah. We're going fucking hard in the paint on this shit. That's going to be nuts. And we're going to meet up with this guy, Andy, um, with the Adventure Portal, which is his online blog, mm -hmm. and he's going to bring his Jeep out there, and we're going to have like four cars and like five people. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a drone. I'm going to bring all my film photo stuff and like video stuff and oh, yeah. digital things and film things. And mm -hmm. it's going to be a, yeah, it's going to be a thing. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, this is why I'm like starting to look at like nice things now. Like mm. I 
like thinking about Porsches and mm-hmm. like. Well, now that you're at a job where you're you know creating content and probably making more money. Yeah, that <laughs> makes sense. Yep. I mean, I wasn't making very much before. Like it was like I intermittently needed help from mom and dad, kind of like poor. Yeah. And now I very much don't need that. <laughs> yeah, I'm at that point where I like I'm trying to find that next stepping stone where I don't need the intermittent help from mom and dad anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean I slaved for four years at a flower shop. I, I shouldn't have been there that long. But also if I didn't, I wouldn't have met my girlfriend. So There you go. So that's kind of how I can validate that at least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well what about you, man? I've been doing a lot of talking so far. What a good little love story. You Aww. two met at a flower shop. So Blech. cute. Anyways. So cute. I'm going to hurl. Um, what am I? My life update? Yeah. What's going on? It's been a minute. Uh, you know what? It really has. Um, got an email from lovely folks over at UMC. Uh, they want, they were asking if I wanted this. So they had a couple slots for an annual media pass holder. So I have to pay oh, a certain... they are, they're pulling a fast one right now. Uh-huh. It's fucked. It's expensive, but here's my line of thinking. Because I've kind of decided to shift what I'm doing with my photography. Okay. Um, kind of straying away from doing the show car stuff. Okay. Just because show cars, a lot of owners are stingy. A lot of times they don't pay you. Yeah. Um, and also, shows aren't that fun. No, they're not. If I'm being completely honest with you, shows aren't that much fun. I'd rather get my nails really dirty shooting behind the fence line at a track. Yeah. And they're giving me access to every event. That's including Formula Drift on the docket. But fundamentally, you shouldn't have to pay. No, I shouldn't have to pay a fee. Granted, you could... Are you an LLC? Yes. You could write that off. Oh, yeah, you're right. I mean, you should write that off. But the idea that someone would have to fucking pay money as a professional, to shoot at a racetrack is, is absurd. Fucking it's dumb, it's silly, but it's how they have it set up, and I need to get my foot in the door. Yeah. So, like, there's two struggles here where, you know, as a creative, yeah, I think it's whack that I have to pay this amount of, this X amount of money. Yeah, you shouldn't have to. I shouldn't have to, and, but it'll get my foot in the door, and it'll get a portfolio out this summer of yeah. work that I want to display and I'm hoping by either end of this year, beginning of next year to move out of state. Oh yeah. Where do you want to, where do you want to go? So my first plan was to go to Texas, okay. Austin. Um, going to see if I can do work for circuit of the Americas. Okay. Or finding a company in California that needs someone to do content creation. You're, possibly. Wear, you're wearing a hoodie right now. Yeah, yeah I can't. I, I don't know if I can name drop them on the podcast. No, no, you're wearing a Hoonigan jacket right now. Yeah, exactly. Why? Why would you want to work for Hoonigan? Why would I? Why? Why wouldn't you? Oh, I would love it. I mean, that's kind of what I've been working towards. Yeah, I'm seeing. We're currently sitting in my room, and I have a lot of Hoonigan gear. Yeah, I've never recorded a podcast in someone's actual bedroom before, so this is <laughs> this is a first. Yeah, this is definitely a first. Um, yeah, I should I should get one of those actually. That's Fiesta. a sick photo because Fiesta ST. We have Fiesta ST. We have uh, the Huna truck. We have a Focus. We have an Escort. We have another Escort. We have the escort that caught on fire. We do have the it's that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. That um, Mount Fuji. I have even more 
that I don't even have posted. So, but yeah, ideally it would be, you know, if I could get a job with Finnegan, that'd probably be the dream, but I'd have to make enough to live in California, and that's which is a lot. Really frightening. Yeah. Um, Austin, I feel like, is a better stepping stone. The issue is I don't know any companies out there, but that's why I'm like, I, I think personally I want to do racing photography just because I think they're create creatively there's a lot more I can explore there. Yeah. And also I just enjoy the rush I get from doing it. It's unlike anything else. Like after shooting Formula Drift this year, like behind the fence as a credentialed media yeah. pass guy. Yeah. Oh, it's sorry. <laughs> Shut up, Siri. <laughs> um after shooting as like a credential media holder, it was it kind of made me shift focus on like, you know, what am I really doing here? Like, if there are teams out there that are willing to pay more money, I should go and get that money. Yeah. Or even like locally, like shooting for like teams like Riot Racing or mm -hmm. or like any of the teams that race out at UMC, you have to pay this fee, but I'll still make connections with a lot of teams that race on a national. Well, scale. you can make connections, and if they pay you money, then you're definitely. Like you're out the money to make money as part exactly. of you know, tax write-offs. Yeah. Um. So there's, but how much is it? I forgot. It's like three hundred bucks or something, it's right? A lot. It's a lot. It's like three hundred bucks. Five hundred. Five hundred bucks. Yeah. Fuck that. That's so <laughs> dumb. I'll fucking pull up there and shoot on the opposite side of the fence. It's no different. The view is no different from the opposite side. Yeah, but I got a cubicle with my name on it. Oh, look, look what do you fucking do? <laughs> I also got a cubicle during, um, or I, I got a seat at, uh, at the table during Pirelli World Challenge. Ooh. And I didn't fucking pay a single goddamn thing. <laughs> I had to pay, uh, I think it was 150 for Formula Drift for that media pass. Really? Which is technically supposed to be footed by the team, but the driver I was shooting for runs all of his own stuff. Uh-huh. So I just covered the cost myself. So why were you shooting for them then? If they, if he does his, his oh, it was because it was my first event ever. Okay, I wasn't looking to make money. I was more looking to see what the experience was like and if it was something I'm so, interested in. Gotcha. So you approached them and well, I approached them and I was like, "Hey, I shoot media. If you need a photographer, let me know." Uh huh. And this was a while ago. Yeah. So he he put out a post on Facebook saying, "Hey, I just moved to this area in Utah," and I was like, "Hey, I live like 20 minutes from there." If you ever need work let me know like i've shot professionally for a lot of different people out here and he was like sure um contacted me because weld wheels needed product photos on okay. his can-am so he actually took me out to the desert with him and his son and we went riding for like half a day cool and i shot a bunch of pictures got them all sent in to weld and then weld never used them for some odd reason hmm. um they were like really happy they're like this is exactly the type of stuff we were looking for and i was like great like you guys want to work in the future? Let me know. Um, I actually got paid for that shoot, but then they paid me through PayPal. Oh, no. And PayPal fucked me on an unimaginable scale. I couldn't pull any of my money out. For how many days? For six months. What? Yeah, PayPal was like, oh, this transaction's fraudulent, by the way. I couldn't do... I, tr I tried for, like, a week to, to do stuff with support. And from the gist of what I got, just don't use PayPal to pay people. I don't. Either just find an alternative method, man. It's PayPal's trash. It's a pain in the dick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have a, they have a decent credit card because you can do like zero interest for six months. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't know, depending on your credit 
situation. It could be like a tw- like a two thousand, three thousand dollar thing. Yeah. But like, yeah, I don't know. Um, well, shit, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Shit's fucked. Yeah, but that's my my big shift is like, yeah, yes. I wanna I wanna go go uh, hard in the paint with the motorsport stuff. Fuck yeah. Because I think that'll be really fun. Are you still doing stuff in Logan? Yeah, so I'm still working there. That's like my bread and butter job. Okay. They, they pay me, and I also just love working there. For If there was a dealership that I would buy a car from, it'd be from them. They're probably the most low-stress dealership. What's their name? Gonna, it's called Mountain West Motor. Okay. Uh, come check us out. We got the most Broncos on the state. Um, oh, by the way, have, have you heard that there are people that are 900 days late? On their Broncos. Oh, I'm not surprised. 900 days. That's... Have we been in a pandemic that long? No. What? Almost three years. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. But yeah, we uh, still pride ourselves. We call ourselves the Bronco Boys. That's... Everyone locally knows our dealership as the one with all the Broncos on the lot. That's funny. So... <laughs> We, yeah, we kind of made our, a name for ourselves doing doing that, just selling trucks left and right. But cool. super cool group Business of guys. Is good. Business is good. Um, hopefully, we're gonna hit our January goal. We're supposed to. Nice. But uh, we shall see. I think we have two days left. So. Yeah. Roughly. Yeah. It's exciting. It's it's a lot of fun though, and we just opened a year ago, so we're still brand new. Oh wow. Okay. We've. I mean, we didn't do too bad for our first year. Yeah. You know? Given how effed the market's been, like, yeah. it's definitely not an easy industry to be in. It's becoming more of a buyer's market than it was a year ago. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Um, I don't know how long we've been going for, but... Uh, 6.20? I don't know. I'd say like 40 minutes, probably. 40 minutes. 40, well, we got, just got done doing something. We did. <laughs> so... We- but kind of running it back to when I was kind of pissed at you at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> the plan initially was to do this in Salt Lake. Uh, Chen got in a traffic jam because people don't know how to drive here. It was snowing. Let's preface it with that. Do- so people don't know how to drive. It doesn't matter. We've had a bunch of snow this year already. And this you was- know, we really have. I was surprised that there was a pileup. I was like, you- we've seen this before. Exactly. You know, this white stuff falling from the sky. You've seen this before. Mm-hmm. No, so you, there's a traffic jam. You called me. You're like, hey, do you, do you want to do this up north? I'm like, all right, fine. And so I hop in my car, get here. Koi shows up with his Forester. And we're like, or you're like, all right, let's go fucking send it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Can I get food first? <laughs> you're like, hey, we fed you beforehand. You fed me? You fed yourself, but we I, took you there. <laughs> you drop. You may as well drop me off, but it's fine. <laughs> Anyways, we got food, uh, and then went up into the hills where we proceeded to lose all cell service. Yeah, we went up to Kazi Reservoir. Yeah, um, fun spot. Just no cell service. <laughs> it's no, out there. No cell service. A, a solid amount of snow. Uh, I mean, what's been done to Koi's car? Oh, absolutely nothing except for um, bumper. Bumper. He put a new turbo in it because it's what it needed. To um, TDO four. I have no idea. It's oh. whatever factory XT turbo. Oh, okay. Um, 
But he put a turbo in there, he put the bumper in, and then the spoiler did a head unit and is waiting to do suspension and tires. Yeah, so tires. Uh, we were on slick all seasons. They said all seasons Bald on the side. all seasons. They were, like, past due. Yeah, very past due. They were past due on month's rent like they had a fucking 350 credit score. They were fucking gone. To be fair, we with the first trail we took wasn't too bad. It was mostly I'm surprised ice. the car did as well as it did, and it probably because one tire was much worse than the others. Yeah. And that was the passenger side rear, and the fronts must have had enough grip up front where it was actually kind of okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I come from Subarus. Um, I had an 05 Outback XT that was bone stock. Yeah. automatic and i ran on all seasons all the time i beat the balls off them in the summer and <laughs> uh would still run them in winter and did fine and would do things kind of like this actually to be honest like run it on a packed snowy road and you know pull e-brake at 35 in third gear and imagine that you can block <laughs> kind of <laughs> r.i.p to the legend yeah. um but yeah, yeah, send it sideways and, you know, fast hands, catch it, throttle out. And most of like sliding Subarus on the snow was kind of like what we did today. It was like understeer on the way in, but you still get enough traction. Give up her front enough, to, give her the beans and she just kind of. On the back, it's all about it. the tail out exit, mm. right? So uh, we did that on one of the roads and then we went back, we, we backtracked and turned left uh, across a bridge and then went up a hill where <laughs> I'm surprised we actually got up the hill because then there was a crest and a little lull. And then we hit the whoops. And on, the, oh my God, the fucking whoops. <laughs> With it, the, the ground was a very, uh, it was an undulating path. Imagine that's the best doing way that, I can describe it. Imagine doing that on a, or in a UTV though. Oh, it'd be so much fun. That would have been fucking sick. Like if we took Robert's Can-Am up there? Yeah. Oh, it'd be eaten right there. Oh, yeah. It'd be freezing. There's no heater in that. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, there's open windows and uh-huh. shit. Yeah. But um, it'd be cool. Dude, I well, when I shot with Robert... Uh, you guys uh, did that in the winter, too. Yeah, it was January. It was yeah. like 10 degrees out. F that. It, it, you know what? It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like really freezing my dick off, mm-hmm. but uh, it actually wasn't that bad. It was like somewhat tolerable. I mean, I kept moving. I had to make sure to keep moving throughout the day. Yeah. Um, Long story short, we took it down a very bouncy path with much deeper snow than we anticipated. Yeah, the snow um, got deep real quick, and if if he had even like solid all seasons or blizzacks, it would have been a non-issue. Oh yeah, if we had if we had stickier tires, would have been fine. Sticky? Well, you properly st- compounded tires <laughs> for go. the temperature that we ran. Tre- uh, uh, treads that actually existed. Yeah, if we had actual tread. It would have been fine. But then we got stuck, and he almost reversed it all the way up the hill. If, if we turned around when I said we should have turned around, we wouldn't have gotten stuck. <laughs> I promise you. Either that, or we would have gotten stuck sideways. Well, guess what? We already got stuck sideways uh, yeah, like, on a corner. Long story short, we got stuck sideways on a blind turn, kind of. Yeah. It was at the entrance to the blind turn, and then a couple with a snowcat came... Oh, my God. ...tearing tearing up this road yeah and they slowed down we're like do you guys need us to call someone like when we get to the bottom we're like that's gonna take a long we're like that's gonna take forever but sure i guess because at this point we had been pushing for like 
20 minutes. 20 to 25 minutes. Like I started even. to get a sweat going. Yeah, we started, but like the car was definitely stuck and we got it beached at one point. I think Koi also needs a shovel. Yes. If he had a shovel shovel. Or a traction board. Well, guess who sells traction boards and recovery boards? Wow. ARB, baby. So a do I. ARB dealer. Um, But uh, yeah. He, uh, you know, gentleman with the snowcat was like, I'm pretty sure I have a tow rope back here. And we it, it. well, for, they really tried to like make sure we could call somebody. And he, he at the last second was like, let me just check. Because he was afraid of ripping the bumper off. But ha ha, Koi put a metal Ranger bumper on the front. Yeah, it was mounted to the frame. So it's so like, this isn't coming off. There wasn't, yeah, there wasn't any worry about the front end face of the car getting ripped apart yeah so the dude just hooked it to that and gave us a little tug all the way up the hill and that was like an hour and a half long ordeal of us oh my god getting stuck and then unstuck well, and then <laughs> so when did we leave your place it was like one o'clock yeah maybe it's a little late like 1 30 it, it was around one around one we got 145 back is when you got here what? so let's say we left at like two. two so we were gone for like three, three and a half hours. four hours yeah but we survived. Shout out to the couple in the snowcat. Shout out to the couple in the snowcat. Uh, I tried to tip them and they fucking refused. Probably because they're rich enough to own a snowcat. I know. And live I know. In the middle I of wanted nowhere. to do it on like you know as a fundamental thing. Yeah. It's just what you like. If you have money and like somebody saves your ass, like <laughs> it's the least I could fucking do. Mm -hmm. Even though it's not my car. Yeah. Um. It's funny because I was in the driver's seat when they got out, or when they got up to us. So like, I I looked like the owner. I was like, I don't fucking like. He's like, whose <laughs> car him. is this? It's his. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I I haven't done anything like that in a while. So it was it was fun being in the back seat and like having mad flashbacks to like what being I was young, doing dumb stuff. <laughs> yeah. So how old is Koi? Koi's around the same age as I am. How old are you? I'm 24. He's, I think, I'm pretty sure he's 23. Okay, I I had my Outback, and I was I was doing that stuff in my Outback at 23. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. And that's what the owner of the Snowcat said too. He's like, you guys oh, are young. Yeah. He was like, you're young. We did stupid shit like this when we were young too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Koi just needs to come prepared next time. Better come correct. Yeah, Koi, buy some tires. You ding dong. Buy buy some tires. Get some traction boards. Get a shovel. Get a full overlanding kit. Bye. 23-0. Oh, sorry. Expedition Superstore. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even plug his company correctly. I mean, if you want to buy a fucking sick-ass rooftop tent, 230.com. Or if you want a sick-ass awning, 230.com. Or if you want to find a place to find those things, you could go to Expedition Superstore, which is where they sell those things. But it's so it's uh, just off of Bangator. Conveniently located. Conveniently located. It actually is, I think, kind of conveniently located. Depends where you are, but um, you can see it from Bangator. Oh. Uh, Bangator in 201. Is it by IE? Uh, all how far those, west are they? they have, they're in that block of all those industrial offices. Yeah, I can't remember if they. We were actually down there. I was down there last week for work because we dropped off a Bronco at Best Value Tire. To get worked on. And oh, that's huh. right next door to IE. Oh, gotcha. Um, I actually haven't been to their new facility. Oh, I've it's only nice. been to the one on Richard Street. That's the OG. I, I, yeah. That's old enough that I've even I've been there. In my Jetta, that's where I bought my intake. For Bro, it. I work there. That's crazy. 
I worked there. Uh, I did a gig with them in uh, January of 2016 uh, for Tyrell at Envision. His R8. Wow. His Snowflake R8. That was a V8 automatic on bags. It was one of the first supercars in Salt Lake or in Utah that had the um, the rocket box mounted to the chassis mount wing. Mm-hmm. It was like that was one of the OG. It was like Stradman first and then Tyrell. Um, Everyone was all Ooh. people would like blow their load over that shit back then. It was fucking. <laughs> it was honestly too early. I think I, like it was ahead of his time. They were ahead of the curve for yeah. sure for for Utah, and. Uh, yeah, so that that was my first gig with them, and then in May of 2016, it was like April and May. I think it was like beginning of May. Um, I started doing stuff for them, like basically full time, and then that happened. That lasted until October, end of October, early November, when I left to pursue a TV job for Bitch and Rides, and then that went like another like eight months, and then I got fired and then i went back to ie (laughs) and that lasted until i drove someone's car and after i got done driving it they blew their turbo and then i caught the blame for that really yeah that's stupid Mm -hmm. but you know what that's how the cookie crumbles sometimes sometimes you just get fucked no yeah it do be like that it'd be like that sometimes it'd be like that sometimes i think we're, I think we're there. I think we've hit our. I think we've hit our time. You, is that where you want to end it? Are Are you kicking me out of your bedroom, Chen? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. You were fucking starting to fall asleep in the car. I'm like, bro. I swear to fucking god. No. If you fall asleep, you mentioned me sitting on my bed for this episode of the podcast, and I was like, I know if my ass sits there, <laughs> I'm gonna fall asleep during this. So I'm in my desk chair. That's good. Yeah. Um, I don't, I hope this, this audio lines up uh, with the receiver and that it all works and that this got recorded clearly. Um, so too. If it didn't, I'm sorry. Uh, Justin is MIA this week. Um, and I can tell you off air why that is. Yeah. Um, but I kind of had to scramble a little bit at the last second. And he and I haven't done a podcast in person in like a long time. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks. It's been at least that. Yeah, it's been at least a couple of weeks since. Well, and all this bullshit started uh, like around the holidays because mm. of like Thanksgiving shit, Christmas it shit, happens. New Year's. Well, Christmas and New Year's were both on Sundays. Yeah. So like, it's okay. kind of hard to. Yeah, now we're like in January. I took a week off, starting on a Sunday, so I did that podcast. Blame Gavin. I have nothing to do with this. <laughs> Stay here living life. No, I actually Justin has a lot of for that (laughs) (laughs) anyways um chen do you have anything to promote uh follow me on instagram at chen underscore media is that is that your is that the place i haven't followed i haven't actually posted very recently so i probably should fucking get after it dude um i yeah it's you know kind of catalogs all the professional shoots i do um yeah it's all automotive so if you're into cars People into cars? What? Never heard of it. It's yeah, wild. wow. Um, That's crazy. If you're into cars, follow. give me a follow, for sure. Cool, man. Well, uh, that wraps it up for this quite interesting episode of Exhibition. Yeah, we went all over the place, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> well, also, like, the fact that we're recording on lavaliers in a bedroom uh, up in Ogden. Is yeah, kind of different. I kind of dig the setup. I think I'm going to start my own personal podcast. Oh, are you? 
I'm going to call it the Uncomfy Podcast and force people to sit in the corner while it's... I just interview them. <laughs> yeah, you don't have any questions for me? What are you, What is your deepest, darkest secret? Oh, boy. Uh, anyways, until next time, <laughs> I've been Gavin. And I've been Chen. And this has been the Exhibition of Speed Podcast. Goodbye. <laughs>